The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Welcome back to Old Space Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my co-captain, Jim. Hi, being spacious. How you doing? <laughs> this installment of Old Space Show follows our continued episode by episode travelogue through the first season of Space, colon, 1999, <laughs> where the moon is knocked out of orbit, wandering through the far reaches of space, the population of its human-built colony hoping to stumble upon a new home. Today, we are talking about the... Eighth episode, Guardian of Piri. This episode. Everybody's happy. This episode. Everybody's free. This episode. We'll keep the big door open. This episode. And everyone will come around. This episode. Why are you different? Why are you that way? This episode. If you don't get in line. This episode. We'll lock you away. Now will they stumble upon a new home this week? Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> a reminder, we are going through the episodes in the fan preferred production order, not broadcast order, as found on streaming services. This one is directed by Charles Crichton, who does 14 episodes of the show, which has previously done Matter of Life and Death and Earthbound, and is written by the series creators, Jerry and Sylvia Anderson. Also, Crichton, uh, I think we mentioned on an episode before, he wrote, you know, Birdman of Alcatraz. Right. Our, big, bunch our of big gun. Fish. Fish Called Wanda, a bunch of great movies. Yeah. yeah. And we have a guest star, Catherine Schell, who had, you know, she was in George Lazenby's James Bond on Your Majesty's Secret Service. But notably for her, she'll be a series regular in the second season of Space 1999. Spoiler. Different character. Different character. So they must have really... Spoiler, there'll her. be new characters. <laughs> yeah. Cast member changes coming. <laughs> Okay. So on this one, contact is made with the planet Piri. Which looks the, like one of those custom bowling balls. from. The that's system. what I was going to say. That was what I had in my notes. I had it was like the coolest bowling ball I never owned. This is purple, like swirl white. Oh, yeah. I had that exact. Oh, that's great. Looks, it looks like a custom Brunswick straight off the line from the 60s. It yes. definitely does. So our rundown here, they make contact with Planet Puri. The main computer created an idyllic life that led to extinction of its population through apathy. Now John Koenig must fight to save Alpha as his people fall under the same fate. So here we are. Yes, the purple bowling ball comes in. <laughs> computer's acting weird, man. Yeah, computer's acting weird. And, and then these two guys are, are scouting out the new planet, right? Yeah, they're trying to and see they, if it's habitable. Right. And they look down and they see a plantation of wild-growing styrofoam balls. Was it the second episode where that guy came up at the end and told us that there are this many planets inhabitable? He was telling us about this. They're checking another one out. 
Yeah, and this one's like I said, covered with styrofoam balls everywhere you look. And these guys, the closer they get to the planet, the less serious they get. Right. They start goofing off and messing <laughs> around, and then they start reverb laughing like ah ha 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 ha. Just keep reverb like reverbing over and over and over, and then they disappear. Yeah, and Carter's and then not the one this doing episode. it. Since Carter's in the control room, you know these guys right. are doomed or something. I wrote, I wrote here, two guys we've never seen before are on patrol. Yeah. <laughs> and Carter is like, he is fucking pissed. So mm. he gets to go and fly there on manual because he didn't oh, trust he, the computer. He's mad at the computer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't listen to our computer. It would have been all wrong, mate. <laughs> I'm going to punch a computer. <laughs> All hell good. Like Bergman collapses, but the computer's like, nah, he's okay. Let's yeah. What was, uh, no, wait a minute. He has a mechanical heart and yeah. the, the computer like messed. I was a little confused. They're like messed up the oxygen mix or something. Or something. Yeah. The atmosphere starts losing oxygen. The atmosphere of alpha or the the moon. They have to switch everything to manual to keep the oxygen level right where it is. And when they get down to the bowling ball, e- the eagle that was there before is just floating, motionless. Like the it it's empty. Weird. Yeah, Carter yeah. finds it. Yeah, and we get to see eagle docking eagle. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and PG this is thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is rated E. <laughs> well, it is rated E. So uh, uh, oh, the, yeah. this is a big Kano episode. He has to take part in huh. like an experiment. Oof. First, they're like checking Kano, and the whole thing is like, there's no problem. They're, I'm checking. Yeah. There's no problem. There's no problem. Then Katie brings him into his office and yells at him. Right. And then he's still like, there's no problem. There's no problem. And then the next scene, they're strapping him in to be connected, his oh, brain no. connected to the computer. Hold up. We have to talk about this bullshit. Yeah. So this is some crazy stuff. So Dr. Russell explains, I had to copy this from somewhere. Because yeah, this is a, I lot, was they like, a lot of exposition they jammed in like 30 seconds right, about this. About yeah. Kano. Like, right. Like, oh, here's some backstory you didn't know. <laughs> here's something you didn't know before this and is probably never coming into play again in the series. But wait. So it's a, Dr. Russell explains that Kano was one of the few people to take part in an experimental program on Earth. He underwent an operation to implant a complex of fiber sensors in the cortex of his brain. The intention was to link the enormous memory and calculating ability of the computer with the unique thinking ability of the human brain. Koenig hopes that by getting inside the computer, Kano will determine exactly how it is being affected by the planet. Listeners, hit the 30-second back button and do a waterfall for that, because holy crap. There is some serious dramatic button pushing in this scene. Lots of it. They're just like, they push the green and then the blue, and then finally the doctor presses the red button. And I'm not watching it. I'm like, oh, no, not the red button. Yeah. Not the red button. <laughs> like really dramatically building up to each button. It just, Wow. Is this where he disappears? Yes, he disappears. Yeah, he, gets, yeah. he clenches up really bad, screams, yeah, and then disappears. Mm. And so Carter and Koenig, of course, go down to the surface. But first, Victor is acting weird before they leave. Right. Like he's acting all kind of goofy and stuff. It's a very, for a planet, it's a very, looks like someone did some flooring on the planet. Yeah, it looks that- like <laughs> geometric flooring. Yeah, some, right. some it looks like fifties uh, Art Deco style, uh, asymmetrical geometric. Yeah, most style have flooring. dirt, grass. But, uh, yeah, it's like okay. a Chinese checkerboard kind right. of. It's, 
It's very uh, triangular. Here's what I wanted to know: if they're not, they don't trust the computer now because computer is all messed up, right? Mm-hmm. So they're gonna get out of this thing with no spacesuits on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, if you're not gonna trust it, how far are you gonna trust it? I don't know. ADR wasn't in the budget this week. I guess not. Kano and like two dudes are just sitting there staring when they get down right. Koenig exploring it by himself. Yes. And at first he's like, "Oh, it's pretty nice down here." Blah 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 blah. And then he sees those guys, those pilots from before, and and Kano, and he like smacks the hell yeah. out of Kano. Like, I don't want to read too much into it here, but like, he doesn't touch the two white dudes, but he doesn't has no problem at all smacking the guy of color at all. Right. Right. Yeah. I, again, I'm not. Maybe I'm reading into it, but I'm just like, damn, it was pretty harsh. So anyway, Peary then sends a human form, which is Catherine Shell. Well, they're all staring into space like they're in a J.J. Abrams or mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg movie, like off to the ones like, ah. Right. And yeah. she goes to calm down Koenig, but lip locks with him. Like, man, this guy is That's going to calm him up. down? <laughs> yeah. For, uh, wait a minute. She's wearing one of those dresses that only existed in the 70s. Right, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's a dress with the sides cut out of it in the navel, ex- mm-hmm. you know, exposed somehow. But, yeah, this is going to calm him down. Some strange woman, bit half-dressed. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's going to calm me down. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she says all the people staring around were offered happiness. So she stopped time for them and ends up, everybody chooses this and they go loopy and frilly, except Koenig, who Wait, gets a head is, gash. He gets yeah. another, that head gash from the last episode right, is right. back. They they make use of it again. And in this episode, I will say uh, the planet and the eagles and the model stuff in this episode looks really modely. Yes, I mean they it do. Does. This show, most but, part, does an impressive job for television of the seventies with making movie like model work. Right, but, and the set for the planet looks like a set from the Sunny and Cher show. You know what I mean? Oh, it could have been yep. like it could have been like from a seventies uh, uh, like Christmas special, like trying to be modern. Perfect and, description. Yeah. Somebody, it just was really cheese. But I love her whole spiel about I am a servant of the guardian, and the guardian wants to bring you perfection. And blah, blah, blah. don't you want to be happy? And, blah, blah, and all like it's like okay, it, it kind of reminded me of the Shining Twins, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, come play with us forever and ever and then everybody's like oh we're so good we're so and then when Koenig it's like all beat up <laughs> <laughs> and bloody and has to drive his own way home <laughs> right. he stumbles in stumbles all the way into the medical bay and they're having a freaking party <laughs> oh yeah they are and I noticed, like, he, like when he wakes up, like, the next day, and there's, like, one person there, I think it's, like, Kano. Someone, like, wrote in, like, lipstick or something in the background, Peary. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like, we love it so much. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see that. But, uh, I want to yeah. see that moment. I wish. I was like, but, Peary. Yeah. Peary rules, dude. All right. I love how, like, he collapses to the floor at the party, and they start singing for he's a jolly good fellow. Yes. Oh, ow, please stop hitting me so hard with your irony. Ow, please. <laughs> there was also, so Kone wakes up to the empty alpha. and there oh, was, oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait Can I mention the spa- the shiny space robe he's wearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this like, I don't know. It's, it looks like a, almost like a gi, like a karate gi. Yes, yes. But it's made like out of silvery space age material. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a, a like a futuristic cast on too. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a RoboCop or something. 
but he's like wandering around in his robe and they're like oh hi captain how you doing what up we're all uh, busy we're all doing project exodus <laughs> exodus <laughs> yeah it's Movement cool bro exodus totally chill <laughs> so when he wakes up and he's alone though jim there was a looking out the window fake that oh. happened like he was one i'm like oh here it go no no, no. he went no, down a hallway psych. instead but he like walked up like he was gonna take a gander but then he stops he leaves the room but he eventually does from another room as he sees everybody say, get take off from alpha so eventually. but where i thought it was gonna be it did not happen and there's the whole uh you threaten the safety of alpha no computer or because the computer tells him you threaten the safety of Alpha, and he goes, "No, computer, you threaten the safety of oh, Alpha." No, no, Ooh, you glossed- singer. Singer. Me, I'm sorry, but you glossed over something. Okay. He wakes up once. Everybody's running around him, getting ready for Exodus, mm-hmm. and he tries to reprogram the computer. The computer's like, "Beth, f you, we're going to Exodus, right?" Right. So he starts grabbing parts of the computer and just pulling it apart, right? Right. And then a woman goes up to stop me. He just backhands her to the floor. Oh yeah, and then Paul comes up to, and he just cold cocks Paul to the floor, so he can keep messing with the computer. And then finally, Helena comes up and hits him with a trank, and mm. knocks his ass out. That's but right. That's like, right. Damn, Koenig, <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> what are you doing, <laughs> party pooper? Jeez, you don't you don't do that, man. It ain't cool. There's a period he, pooper. But when he looked out the window and watched all the other eagles going away and leaving him alone there on mm-hmm. Alpha, I was just thinking of uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh. <laughs> He's home yeah. alone in Alpha. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but he totally looked out the window then. Yeah. And w- back uh, down on Puri, like, all the women are in these, like, little, like, sassy little nightgowns on the planet. But the men are in, like, uniforms still. And then yeah. a couple of them have their shirts off. But at first it looked like, oh, so the women are in this? But the dudes are just in their normal uniform. But Well, he's, like, up there. He's on Alpha. He's by himself. He tries mm-hmm. to talk to the computer. Even the computer has gone to Puri for some reason. <laughs> he's like computer has been taken to period blah 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 and then space babe shows up again right yep and then shows him on the tv his buds like all chilling on period like you say having a good time right and then he gets mad and punches the tv and looks at her and says my pain makes me human <laughs> <laughs> i had to write that down because i was so dumb <laughs> <laughs> but the way they film it, they don't film him. They don't show his fist actually going through the TV screen, right? Right. They film it at a right angle. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's just going through like nothing. Like there was probably a dummy or whatever. Like he didn't actually punch anything. Yeah. But then he holds his hand as if he did. He's like all hurt. Oh, my pain. My pain is what makes me human. It keeps me human. Because all, you know, uh, the Guardian just keeps saying, you know, don't you want eternal happiness? Don't you want to be eternally blissful like your friends? Don't you want to enjoy the company? Blah, blah. And he's like, oh, my pain, my pain, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whatever. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I mentioned dudes with their shirts off, by the way. Of course, Carter's got his off. Duh, and he he's probably got, got his he's shirt got off his before chest, you get down there. <laughs> his, chest, his chest mane is showing. Of course. Oh, yeah. So... Koenig eventually, like, he fixes Helena, and then the Peary woman commands them all to kill Koenig, and there's, like, this right. bl- blaster shootout between Koenig and Carter, and this this woman, she was just a guardian, and then 
Piri has like life, water, and veg- so they they have this blast out. Everybody ends up bolting Piri, and then they find out that it has life, it has water, it has vegetation after they leave. And by them doing what they did, they brought it back to life, and it ends with Koenig staring out the window. The woman that he, he like Koenig shoots her in the face, and she's like a robot. Right. Well, here I went all over the place with this whole thing. first. Well, first they were like they leave him an eagle there in case he wants to come join them, right? Right. So he hops in the eagle, he shows up, and he literally runs into everybody individually. Right. From the crew, like first he meets Sandra. Oh, it's so beautiful here. Blah, 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 blah. Then he meets Paul. Oh, you should really enjoy the lighten up, Captain. Blah, blah, blah. Then he meets Carter. I light up, Captain. Like one on one, and they're all like, "Chill, dude. This totally dank planet is so chill, brah." And Koenig's like, "Oh, I'm not having any of that, right?" And then he shoots, like you say, he shoots the Guardian in the face. She's a mm-hmm. robot, and then he's like, "This is all the life that's left on Piri now." <laughs> Like that's your dramatic line reveal, huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are no periods, you know. Right. Like big reveal, like duh. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole place, like, yeah, blows up, and when it does, it releases the moon from orbit. Right. But this, this, this episode does end, Jim, with Koenig looking out the window in a freeze frame. Yep. It's a triple. So finish your drink. <laughs> enjoy. Finish enjoy your, your enjoy your cocktails. Um, yeah, I, I give this one an extra point for that space dress. Like Caramba. Right. Yeah. Uh, those clothes don't exist anymore. No. <laughs> and regularly so, probably, but still. Yeah, this one was um, all, this one was all right. Yeah. I, I like how. Oh, in this episode, Carter got to fight Koenig. Right. Yeah. That was a couple that was times. Cool. So, like, that was cool. That was cool. Like having two like Koenig heavy episodes back to back was kind of like I, I feel like this one had involvement from others, but not really. They were all kind of generically happy and tranced, and this was another Koenig solo type story. He's always the one, and again, I I know I say like Star Trek or whatever, but like, well, this is obviously that, trying to be the next Star Trek, I mean, right? But obvious. I mean, they always send the commander of the base. Out into danger, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like it just seems yeah, antithetical to what you should do in that mm-hmm. kind of situation, especially when you have Carter. He's like, ah, I'm just gonna go punch aliens, you know. That's the guy. He's gonna be the guy you want to send out all the time, but no, right? But yeah, you know, and Marky points off for Kenny, you know, knocking over a woman. That was not cool. Man. No, what's Bad up with move. that? I don't know. Issues. Well, that'll do it for another Moon Buggy Adventure. Till next time. Jim, what's going on with you? Uh, every week, nothing's on at taylornetworkpodcast.com with myself and Donnie Salvo and Daryl Taylor talking about the weekend entertainment news. And over at hhwlod.com, you can catch me on the Walking Dead TV podcast. We're covering Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond right now. You can get both those at Amazon and iTunes or wherever all your fine podcasts are purveyed and sold. All right, and you can find my written work at whysoblue.com, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. There's more from the Brandon Peters Show this week, but from Old Space... Moonbase Alpha out. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. 
Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetersshow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. Mm-hmm.